from the top of the mountain, all the water was coming down. Our creek had a landslide. There was a whole boulder coming down. There was landslides everywhere. It was scary and I didn't know what was happening. Really scary flood. Don't know if you could get out or if it's going to come up really, really high to the point. You can't escape. It was like a miniature tsunami. It was just brown water just powering through, just powering through the trees. It was just the mud as anything I've ever seen. And I just kept on thinking, like, what if the walls came down and just crashed the roof down on us? You're listening to the Young Legends Podcast. You're here with Carlin. I'm Cleo. Hi, I am Liam. I'm Layla. Jessie. And Lucien. My name is Leah Bangloss. Hi, my name is Cosmo. And I'm Oscar. My name is Timothy. Hi, I'm Eden. And I'm Pax. Hi, my name's Frida. I'm Natsu Osazuo. And I'm Ra. And you're, you're listening, listening to 2022 Flood Story. Young Legends Perspective. Grade 5 and 6. Main Arm School. Picture this, people wading through knee-high water and thick mud out on the streets with their belongings and bags and suitcases, wondering where to go as their homes are slowly being engulfed by water. Many in the small town of Mullum headed for the town centre. The evacuation centre was the pub in Mullum. We stayed there for the night, which was really uncomfortable because we had no beds. We had to sleep on the ground. My dad and my dog, they went back to check the house out after and then they came to the centre with us before it rained again that night and it flooded. It wasn't livable to stay at the house, so we had to go to a different house. We didn't move anywhere. I mean, it looks like we moved. It looks like someone picked up our house and just dropped it on a creek bed. (laughs) Are you back in your home? No, we're staying in a spot in Byron. It actually does feel kind of normal because we've been there for a bit. We will be able to go back, except that will be like quite a while. And how does that make you feel? Kind of annoyed because I like my original house. By the way, doesn't your house smell like old dog or something? Yeah, it's pretty sticky in there. In Maynard, they made their way to Kowena Community Hall to meet with others and absorb the enormity of the situation. Everyone was looked quite sad and it was quite amazing to see everyone coming together. I was like, oh, wow, okay, there's no police, fire, uh, people, no, like, professional people, just a bunch of the neighbours and stuff coming to help him and bringing them food. Don't see that every day. From giving away platters of food to helping clean strangers' houses, the generosity of complete strangers was at its heartfelt best at a time when it was needed most and showed the strength of the small but mighty community coming together and taking action. The children tell us about all the acts of kindness they witnessed. Well, actually, the community was really good because we didn't have enough time to do stuff. We always went down and got some food from the centre. We made this whole platter and stuff of food and we took it to the repair cafe and that was so nice. They were just fixing all these things. I just want everybody to help out and see what they can do. My mum, she's in Maynard. She's helping people in Main Arm with her friend at the shop and stuff, like giving food to people and everything. I was glad to know that she was okay and that 
most people in Maynard and my friends and stuff were okay. Yeah, there was loads of people that came into our street in our house. They just helped clean up, get everything bad out. It's also pretty good for my dad, who was working there. He didn't have to do it all by himself because there was a load of stuff to be done. My neighbour isn't living in their house because it's all just mud and rocks. It was filled to like the brim with rocks, but after three days, the whole community came in and just started digging out the house with like the shovel and barrels and stuff. And after like three days, it was already done really quick. I love how everybody's just like come together and like helped each other get back on track. We have the church across the road from us, so there was, I don't know, like 50 people there and families and stuff and dogs that were all there. It made me feel lucky but sad at the same time. And we went to go clean up one of our friends' houses and we just scrubbed down all the walls that were full of mud and it smelled like mud in there. And it was took hours and it was hot. I really wish that some people could help out the people at Macca's camping ground because they were really damaged. Heaps of their stuff was washed down, caravans got smashed into trees. They needed heaps of stuff because they didn't have a house to protect all their things that they care about, so the water just washed it away. The crazy thing about this natural disaster, right, is that we don't see the devastation every day, but we also don't see the amazing work that the community has done to support each other and to connect with each other and help each other. That was so moving to be a part of and to see. I'll tell you a story One day we went outside After the muddy, polluted waters receded, the children and their families left the safety of their homes to explore the surrounds and see what was left. What they experienced was the reality of a natural disaster right on their doorstep. After the floods, we went out to Mullum and saw like all the destruction that was happening. We drove into the street and there was just piles of mouldy furniture everywhere. The army coming and picking it all up. Once I could see the road, like instead of it being a river and it was like kind of sunny, then I'd just walk and see all the people and it's just pretty sad that five houses didn't get hit out of hundreds of houses. At first I was kind of excited, no school, it was flooding, it was exciting, but then I came out and saw all the houses and yeah, felt bad. Up at Colonel there was a kind of a sinkhole that was like four metres deep. I thought, oh yeah, a little hole, but when I got up there and I saw it, I just didn't know what to say. The third day, I think, of the floods, like when it was really bad, our house didn't get affected because we were on a hill. But we had a walk and there was about a metre of water on like a couple of roads and there were people like with boats walking through it and saving people. It was quite sad to see because we didn't lose our house but there were heaps of people that did. After the floods kind of went away, we went and drove and saw all of the stuff. It was like pretty bad. When it was raining but we could still get out of the house, we saw near the showgrounds, the river, it was like really rushing. It was pretty amazing to see, but then it was pretty sad because of all the people who lost their houses. There's still quite a bit of mud around, but our house is fine and it's getting back to normal. We're able to go there to see how clean it's been getting, like 
but can't stay there at all. I know that they're ripping out the walls because there's mould in them and all the houses, more of the stuff outside is all getting cleaned up and everything's sort of going back to normal. But you still see some like mouldy stuff floating around and mud on the streets. So it's like, oh yeah, that happened. I just feel like all these people have lost so many things. We've lost nothing compared like what they've lost and some people don't know if they're going to rebuild, knock it down or just move. For most of us, it was difficult to find some form of positivity immediately following the floods. Amongst the great loss, displacement and destruction experienced by many, these kids showed resilience and want to share with you their hopes and dreams for the future. I just hope that people can recover from all of the stuff that's happened and I hope the school gets better and all the other schools that got hit. Two things you're looking forward to? Seeing my dad and seeing my dad. Holidays? I'll be going to that Kurumban excursion, wildlife place, and getting back to our house. Really looking forward to going to Kurumban. I am looking forward to seeing my cat. We're going to Sydney to see my sister. So I'm really excited to do that. I'm looking forward to the holiday. We're staying in a big tent and it's going to be good. Cuddle my dog. I'm just so him. My dad coming home is just making me feel happier and happier. The day it gets closer. And I hope that our school gets cleaned up a bit more. I'm just happy that my friends are okay and I'm really excited to see them. I really wish everything could get back to normal. My wish or my intention would be that everyone picks up the rubbish that they're just chucking out in front of the house. At least put it in the bin. After the floods was the single best two months of my life. It was so fun. First of all, because we didn't have to go to school. And second of all, every day all I would do is just go up to Kona Hall, ride around with my friends, sit there, and download movies to watch at my house and like eat giant noodles because that was basically all they had there. We hope you have enjoyed part two of this first-hand account of the immediate aftermath of the 2022 Northern Rivers floods as told by the young legends of Maynard School. This podcast was recorded and produced by Leela Shostak, Rosella Torres and myself, Manet Shortland. <laughs>